This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and this is the Hugh Crew Podcast. The Hugh Crew is women in power working together for the greater good. Information on connecting with this week's guests are in the show notes of this episode. And everything you need to know is at ilikehugh.com. Wow. So welcome, everybody. Welcome back, Shana. Hi. And you know what? I am just going to do this right now. I'm just going to fix fix Thank it you. we can. You know, <laughs> we all look after each other. Guys, this is real. I know. It's, re- it's real television. It's yes. real whatever. There you Thanks, go. Thanks, Trace. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm cord. I know. But, uh, and welcome to the beautiful Swish Co-Create. Yes. So we have a special episode. We have Liz Crawford, who is the founder of the... Woman that loves Winnipeg, that has done so much. But anyways, you know, thank you so much for being a host and a sponsor for Hugh Crew for these episodes. Everybody that walks into the space, it goes, wow. And I think that's what you want. It is what I want. I'm so glad to hear that. We absolutely love the energy that people bring into the space. And it's just been so much fun being able to connect. And there's a baby here today. I know. My day didn't really get any better than that. I know. Hi, Violet. Hi, Violet. We have Violet in the audience. (laughs) Okay, she says, I'm bored. And this gorgeous young lady here is Megan Waller, and also, well, I mean, there's such a close connection between you and Liz, and we'll get into that, but, yep. uh, you know, professional model, uh, Winnipeg girl, you you know, you've made us proud, oh, winner of, <laughs> yes, Canada's next top model, oh my goodness, that was like the, the biggest thrill for, I think, every Winnipeg girl living in Winnipeg at the time, and, you know, we're going to get into your whole modeling career and what that means and how it's kind of changed, too, yep. for you and Big the Big changes industry. this year. I know. Oh, yes, I know. So we'll be the first to hear about it. So with you, Shana, branding yeah. expert. I mean, what do you think when you walk into co-create? Oh, my goodness. Branding. So obviously, it's so bright and airy, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, they're just so on point. Anything that is swish is done well. And I think that's just a testament to, you know, your DNA being in every single thing that you do in your brand. So that's huge and massive and so welcoming, which I think is another huge part of it is, you know, anywhere that you go in the city, you want to feel welcome, even if it's your first time here. And that's what we felt from the minute that we stepped foot into Swish. So yeah, I love it. Yes. (laughs) Well, I guess, girl, you've done your job well. Um, Yeah. So, you know, let's do a little bit of history. Mm -hmm. Uh, The beginning of Swish, because you were a model Mm -hmm. and I mean, you could still model. Definitely. I mean, you're gorgeous. But I mean, the whole idea behind Swish and Mm -hmm. what you wanted to it to represent? 
Right. Um, well, I don't know that a lot of people know this, but Swish Model Management wasn't actually our first company. Mm. And that might be what we're most known for, but that wasn't actually our first endeavor. Swish Productions was. And Swish Productions is still alive and going very well today. Uh, we're a fashion marketing public relations firm. We do handle events, um, content curation. We have a lot of big clients in Winnipeg, like the Outlet Collection Winnipeg, Polo Park, Ten Spa. So we actually have quite a large portfolio of those kinds of clients. And that was kind of where I wanted to go when I first started a business. I wanted to take all the knowledge that I had acquired through my years as a model and then everything I had done behind the scenes um, as a follow-up career and compile that under one roof. So that was the beginning. What I wasn't planning for, and Tracy knows this story, <laughs> is at the same time when I had retired from modeling, I had felt very passionately about how young women in particular were being cared for within the industry, especially as they were traveling in international models. And at the time, this is you know, in the early 2000s, I'm really aging myself right now. Late 90s, early 2000s. There were a lot of, the issues became more severe with the rise right. of human trafficking. And what was happening and what I was seeing when I was in Europe was that there was, the modeling world provided a really easy gateway for those who did not have good intentions to be able to mm. mimic the industry. Because essentially we kind of, uh, you can see how it's easy. We, we scout young, beautiful girls mm -hmm. with the hopes of moving them internationally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're grooming them for, for that kind of life. So naturally, we were seeing more and more of, um, you know, criminal organizations having these fake bogus model searches and modeling agencies and girls being trafficked under the guise yeah. of this. Yeah. And that, as Turned you know, into your face model face search, you know, and started in Winnipeg, and you know, we covered it, and I thought it was a great idea, and lo and behold, who did she discover? Yes, Ooh. yes. Well, and that's and yeah. this one is the, this is why I say Megan is to blame. So yeah. we had all these yeah. laws and legislation passed. We we did all this championing for change in the industry, and when we achieved that, everybody who had a child who wanted to model was walking into our office. Mm. But then, so then we kind of reluctantly decided, okay, well, we'll manage models. Too. We opened Swish Model Management, but I was like half in, one foot in. But then, lo and behold, Miss Megan Waller. We find Miss Megan Waller at a retail shop on Taylor. Wow. And <laughs> at the same time uh, that she'd come in, we'd gotten a call from Canada's Next Top Model, uh, one of the gentlemen that were working yes. the show, and asked, Do you have anybody fantastic? And she's standing in front of me, and I'm like, wow. Oh, you know, I, I think I'm right. <laughs> And then Megan, of course, went on to the show and uh, had a crash course in becoming an international model. I think it happened very quickly. Really, like <laughs> in a month, maybe, uh, right? Like it was. I think from like start to like me actually leaving for top model was five days. Okay, so it was not even a month. Very quick. Very wow. quick. Yes. You know what? <laughs> Nothing all aside, though. I it takes intelligence and courage mm -hmm. and a great fortitude, right? Mm -hmm. That obviously you saw too in mm -hmm. her in some instances. And when you look back at it too, Megan, like, okay, you was, can give yourself some kudos. It was a very great experience. And I don't think it's for like the faint of heart. There was two girls on my season that left because it was too difficult for them or they weren't oh. feeling it. Yeah. And, uh, but it really did prepare me for the next 10 years, which is... Basically, my whole career, it's been 10 years of wow. nonstop. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the rewards? It's amazing. You get to meet 
wonderful humans all around the world. You mm-hmm. get to travel and see things that you probably wouldn't get to see if you were to just stay in Winnipeg and then travel for pleasure because you're actually living in other cities. Uh, yeah. It really does change everything. Well, and you do grow up too yep. oh, a lot faster. Very, very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. So, I mean, Liz was talking about the way things were, you know, in the industry years ago. What have you seen? Has the industry cleaned up? You know, obviously there's more precautions, but in your personal experience, was it? I do think that it has yeah. cleaned up. Um, maybe not as much as somebody that's like such a big advocate like Liz would like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is still, especially it's more so with like photographers now, I find. Um, not so much actually like agencies, but yeah, there is still some shadiness, but I don't think it's nearly as what it used to be in like the late 90s, early 2000s. How do you handle yourself now? Well, I guess now you recognize those situations. You don't get yourself in those situations, but looking back, what did you do? Looking back, I don't know if I really fell into any situation where I was put in like danger or anything along those lines, but uh, Liz was always just like... I don't know how Liz does it. I would call her in the middle of the night. I'd be in China, and it would be 3 a.m. in Winnipeg, and I'd be like, this is what's going on. I don't know. I need you to step in. And she just she knows the ins and outs better than anyone. Wow. And, I mean, is that just – I mean, obviously, being in the business helps, but Mm -hmm. it's just sort of your intuitiveness, too, as well. Um, I think that when you commit to uh, managing somebody's child, and essentially that's what we do here, then you have a huge responsibility and to really know the ins and outs. And we're extremely careful before we send a model out there in the world Mm -hmm. that they're prepared mostly mentally and psychologically Mm -hmm. because that's going to actually be the most successful tool we give them. Mm -hmm. And also we have to be accountable. So my whole team is the same way. Mm -hmm. Grace, Kate, and now Megan's on my team. Um, (laughs) We know that if, if someone's reaching out that we have an accountability and responsibility to not wait till the next business day, but to pick up that phone call. Well, and it's scary, you know, and I mean, I, well, we were here doing a site survey the other day and, you know, Megan was working with another young model and I was kind of thinking, and I, you know, maybe shouldn't say in this crowd, is modeling kind of passe? Because, you know, with social media, everybody's a model. Everybody's got the right mm-hmm. camera angle. Everybody's got the lighting, but there still is that kind of, you know, at, you know, uh, sort of, sort of, um, kind of like a fantasy of, or whatever of being a professional model, and I can see that when you're working with her. Yeah, I think a lot of people nowadays, especially with social media, um, there's a, all the Instagram models, but I think the actual industry of modeling is it's so different. It takes a very different person because it's one thing to, for you and your friends to go out in the back alley and yeah. take a few couple like cute photos, but if you actually want to invest yourself into it and throw yourself wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. it takes so much like balls and so much brain and come on and yeah just carrying yourself and like be able to like i don't know just hold yourself all over the world in different countries that maybe don't speak your language mm-hmm. the food is so different and everything yeah it's I think it's so much more than just taking pictures, right? It's like this is a business and you are your business, Mm -hmm. right? And and I think that Instagram is great, but it's instant and it's in this moment and there's no longevity in that where you've been able to build a career off of it Mm -hmm. and turn it into more things. You'll be able to do the same thing because your reputation precedes you. Whereas when those pictures are gone on Instagram, like... 
Yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah. I think what you're speaking to, especially as a young person, speaks to the fact that like, you know what, you still have to put in the hard work. Right. And the dedication and the time and hone your craft. It's not just about, I can't take a selfie for my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can teach you that. Okay, right. Yeah. I'm in the right place. I'm going to get lessons. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But I mean, Liz, I mean, you've always had that great, I think, kind of command over anybody that has come under your, I call it your wing, because you just are mm-hmm. kind of, you have that innate kind of, you know, motherly kind of instinct, mm-hmm. right? That you can talk to, obviously call oh, her yeah. at three in the morning and mm-hmm. everything like yes. that. Um, but I mean, like going forward now, how are the girls these days because you know what we were talking about you know it takes hard work and dedication mm-hmm. and you know you have to pay your dues mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. a lot of young people now feel entitled right oh well I can do that yes Megan yeah okay. yeah I know that yeah. <laughs> I love this perspective that she has now because of course oh. she's come home from New York and she's transitioning into working as a our head agent and booker here and mm. you know I'm Ooh. I'm pulling some of the other team onto other projects and so she has a bit of a different perspective Day, week two she was like huh models I know right I know. She's like, and all of a sudden she's like, I'm phoning every agent I've ever had. Hi, I just want to call and say I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. You know? If I ever need you want to rip your hair out. Like, I am so, sorry. so sorry. Um, but, you know, honestly, I think that culture is hugely important. And yes. so we get, you know, young models that come in, they start with us. They understand and they learn the culture and they become a part of this network. Right. And I think that makes a huge difference. Um, when we get models sometimes that haven't started in us, we see different kinds of behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do believe that culture is everything. And I also, to, to say, just go back a little bit, everybody is doing Instagram, you're right, but this is still, and people have to understand this, a multi-billion dollar global business. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Instagram training is not going to make you a model. <laughs> not to mention all of the requirements and the specs that one has to have. And what the great thing that is happening now that we're seeing, which I know I love, and my team loves is the diversifying um, that's happening every day. We're getting calls for different sizes, different heights, different ethnicities, more so than ever before. And so it's an exciting time to be in the industry because it's not so narrow anymore. And that's great. Oh, and and that's a great uh, kind of comment or kind of conversation or question to ask now with it's not just male and female or men and women, right? There's transgender mm-hmm. and then everything mm-hmm. like that. Are yeah. you seeing more of that yep. coming to the forefront so, too? Yeah. Yeah. Not so much here in Winnipeg yeah. yet. I mean, that's not really where our local clients are going, mm-hmm. but we are yeah. seeing that on a global scale for right. sure. Mm-hmm. We're just seeing a lot more inclusivity in general. Yeah. What we're seeing mostly is that models are not so narrow in terms of sizing, sizing. anymore, and yes. that's hugely important. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And it's all, you know, being body conscious awareness and acceptance and I think it's such a breakthrough you know and I think it's just even to meet models like mm-hmm. Megan mm-hmm. and you're you know you're a real person sorry no. <laughs> yeah. no, I think people sometimes forget that they see yeah. somebody in a magazine or on a website wherever yeah. it may be and forget that at the end of the day that person does have family and friends yeah. and yeah. is a real person just like sorry I'm, I'm gonna interject with that I remember I was at the folk fest and 
up walks this flower child <laughs> with a you know little crown on her hair, and I'm going, Who? and she's like caked in mud, and she's got this cast up to her knee, and it's Megan. Yeah, and I'm going, <laughs> what like, on earth are you doing, girl? This this but, sounds like Megan. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just taking a holiday. Oh, yes, but no. I, yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, yeah, just normal. Yeah, at yeah. the folk fest. Um, so Liz, too, mm-hmm. as well as your models being babies and everything yep. like that. I mean, your family, too, as well. Yes. You know, Malachi and your daughter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a new, as if you don't have to have another job, but you have another <laughs> job, yes. so to speak. So share that with us. Yes, um, and then I have to stop because I think Grace has had it with me. So yeah, I need no more jobs. For a <laughs> I will get, we'll get to your, your staff, which is your extended yeah. family. I think. Yeah, I um, yeah so uh, we have started a foundation called Reach, and mm-hmm. Reach we have our sister foundation in the U.S., which mm-hmm. we've been involved with for a long time. So ten years ago, my son was born with a rare. Uh, colorectal disease called Hirschsprung's and it's when the nerve endings are absent from the colon so Mm -hmm. if you can imagine of course when he was born he wasn't thriving and he um, spent the first month in ICU we weren't sure if he was going to make it and then you know consequently for the last 10 years we've had our ups and downs and he's had about 23 hospitalizations and several surgeries that said he does well you wouldn't know to see him that he's got anything going on and because it's a rare disease, there really wasn't a lot of support or even mm-hmm. a lot of treatment protocols when he was born. Right. So REACH is something that um, we feel really passionate about here. Every- I'm really blessed that everybody that I work with also feels like my family, mm-hmm. and they're his family. And so they've been incredibly supportive in the starting of REACH and all of the different initiatives and endeavors that we've done over the mm-hmm. last 10 years. We've published research with the Children's Hospital um, yeah. for Hirschsprung's disease. So we've had a lot of our research published. We support a lot of different um, hospitals and colleges throughout the U.S. and Canada. We work very tightly with a group of world-class pediatric surgeons on research. And Kate, who works in my office, heads off all of that. So we just kind (laughs) of... I don't Just know. keep going. Yeah, so, yeah, so actually, you know, we have Kate and, and Grace there uh, yes. uh, sitting there. So I want to throw it out to, maybe to Kate then. Because, yeah, because Kate, you, you model. I have, yeah. I um, I actually met Liz when I was eight years old on set, and she was styling me at a photo shoot at Image 2, and um, then you asked me to come work for you when you started Swish Productions, and mm-hmm. on and off over the years, I moved to Toronto and came back, and I always had a, I always had a home with Liz. So. so what is it about Swish that... Um, well, it's the family. Like, I, I mean, we have that, we're all with the hashtags over here. So we have the, the, the Swish family. So it really is. Cause, and that's why everyone's drawn to her because she really genuinely cares about everybody. And she like nine times out of 10 puts everyone else, I, I, like everyone else first instead of herself. Yeah. So then we have to remind her like, you know, <laughs> got to flip that every once in a while, but you know, but she's, um, it's just a really nice group to be a part of and and really nurturing and positive yeah well you know what um uh, would you ever have a male come aboard we have are you kidding lican he was like five years he worked here and then you know i was a huge support he wanted to move on into a bigger market and so i called everybody i knew and you know i have the best guy ever you need to hire him and he's been in london for the last couple years we talk to him every day he's family i just talked to him the other day too Yes, yeah. so he's killing it in London. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. yeah. The crazy thing is, Lacan and I went to elementary school. Together. No. Yeah. Like babies. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He's, yes, the best. <laughs> He's just the best. Oh mm-hmm. no. So I mean, so we got family. We got fashion. You know, um, I have a girlfriend here, Francine, yes. who's sitting here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Founder of uh, Fashion Winnipeg. So you know, sitting here mm-hmm. and talk. You know, talking with Megan and and Liz. I mean, what is your perspective now on the fashion scene in Winnipeg? And, you know, we don't even want to keep it in Winnipeg. It can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm a firm believer that we can evolve in Winnipeg and that fashion can become, like, predominant in Winnipeg and that people mm-hmm. don't have to leave our city mm-hmm. to pursue other opportunities. I also feel strongly that we have a lot of talent here, a lot of creatives, mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. uh, unknown, even basement fashion designers mm-hmm. that are, like, considered slow fashion designers. Whatever. I've met throughout this. Uh, so I've started the business just to mm-hmm. back up uh, January 1 this year. Yes. And so I'm in the research phase and, and you know, I've been to Fashion Week in Toronto. I went to Fashion mm-hmm. Week in Vancouver. And so I've met all kinds of personalities. And so I take that back home and I'm looking for those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm finding them. I'm finding beautiful yeah. models. I'm finding beautiful business owners, you know, people that believe in fashion as well and that we should all work together to yes. make it. Um, not a stereotype that we all like to be in sweats and drink Slurpees. I, I revert back to that because there's a lot of naysayers that want to try to yeah. just say, you know, we're not ready for it. We are. Yeah. It just takes exposure. It takes yeah. a network. It takes exposure. It takes people that are willing to not take the nose mm-hmm. yeah, and the just tenacity. say, you know what, I'm going to do yeah. it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. so I've just been blessed by meeting, you know, everyone that I've met thus far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's already a list of 17 designers that I know of in the city. We don't just have two. That's amazing. Really? So what does your business do? Um, so right now I'm promoting fashion. So my okay. tagline is making a scene in the city. Okay. So we know we have little, we have fashion shows here and there. We mm-hmm. have, you know, things like that. I want more of it. I want more of like a calendar that features anything that's fashion related. Mm-hmm. This is where you got to be on this day, you know, because right now there's puzzle pieces that are floating, but if mm-hmm. we bring it all together, yeah. it's one stop shop. Here's mm-hmm. where we go. Here's where we meet the people. Here's where we, you know, highlight the designers. You're looking to have designers at a show. Here's the roster of these people. You're looking to have models at your show. Here's the roster of these people. So it's just a community of yeah. fashion lovers mm-hmm. that yeah. just, you know, and, and, and it's about empowerment too, right? Yeah. That's why people do fashion and, and but, things like that. Yeah. But why is that though? And it doesn't, it's not even in fashion, it's in life, that we become silos. And how do we break down those barriers, you know? And it's yeah. true. I mean, you have your work and then you have your family and it's all about, you know, we talk about work-life balance. Uh, you've got a career and then you've got now your job. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting more hats to wear. But how do we kind of connect with other people? Shame. Just go out <laughs> and dance. talk to somebody. Go dancing. <laughs> go dancing. Salsa yeah, nights. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I was just at Joey's last week working on my laptop at the bar top and made conversation with this lady who's maybe twice my age at the bar top over wine. Slowly throughout the time, we made it closer and closer to each other. Yeah. She's like, I'd just love to like have lunch with you again. I'm like, what's your number? What's your yeah. name? And there we go. Little did I know she's a lawyer. She's like, I have some law questions about my yeah. business. She's like, Shana, let's sit down. And this is somebody who I'm connected with now for life. 
The the thing that I think the younger generation misses, and some of us have fallen into it, is that we've forgotten to have relationships. We've forgotten to like actually sit down and say, "How are you doing?" Like, I know Tracy on a business level, but I can also say I've been in Tracy's house. I've sat down. We've had hard conversations. I've been a friend. She's been a friend. And there's so much more to that.、Um, walking in here today, you know, we've seen people on social media, and that's nice. But to be able to sit Down and be like, oh my goodness! Like I actually had a real conversation with Liz Crawford. This is amazing.、Right. Yeah. And like, while she's this huge mogul in the city, she's also superhuman, and that's what I look for. So I think that it's more so about just not being so afraid, not being in your bubble. Get over yourself. Like you're、yeah. not that big that of a、important. deal.、Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> go say hello to somebody. Go to an event. Introduce yourself. Say what you do. Say, hey, I might not be the person to help you with something, but maybe I know somebody who can.、Mm-hmm. And just like be selfless. I think we're in a time where it's people are way too conceited. They're way too entitled. And they think way too highly of themselves. Not、yeah. to be confused with being confident, which you should、wow. be confident.、Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. But that that relationship piece is so 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 important, and I think that's the the key component that we're missing right now. Yeah. No. You're true. Okay. <laughs> 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 My job. <laughs> Shade is out. Yes. Well. Okay. So maybe it's a little change of subject. Okay.、Yeah. I want social media. Because、mm-hmm. we talked about Instagram and instant stardom or whatever,、mm-hmm. and now social media. And now, okay, so case in point, I can't send a message because people don't get text messages anymore because they're on Instagram. I know. Or is it sending a text message on Facebook? And what happens if you're not on Facebook or Instagram? Hello.、Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to throw that to you, Megan, in your modeling world and everything like that. Social media, and, and, I, and that ha- in regards to, I guess. Who is Megan Waller? I think I'm pretty transparent on my Instagram, like on my social media,、uh, where maybe sometimes I shouldn't be. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised she didn't look at me. Yeah, she's trying not to. She's looking off I, into the distance.、Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I post everything、yeah. about my life on、mm-hmm. my social media, and I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty open because it. Annoys me when people portray one life on social media, and、mm-hmm. there's something so different going on,、um, because it puts up this like false, like reality that everyone thinks that everyone's life is perfect online,、mm-hmm. right? And no one's life is perfect. No,、nope. we can、mm-hmm. all be having like really great days, and that's great to post about. But we also all have bad days、mm-hmm. where a lot of people just don't post about it, and they like pretend like everything's okay. So I, I am pretty transparent on.、Yeah. I don't think everyone is.、Mm-hmm. No. So, and I mean, is that a policy too with your models and everything? Like, do you monitor? You know what? How do you do、um, that? So funny. So <laughs> maybe I should ask well, Grace. We're、that. really funny. <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. should. But you know, well, know what? what I'm going to ask Grace. Yeah. Yeah. We might a little, but,、yeah. uh, but we try not to be too extreme. Here's the、yeah. truth of it: Megan has always pushed the boundaries. Her entire life—that is who she is. You know, when they said、yeah. when she showed up in New York and signed with the world's biggest agency, she decided eight months deep to get hand tattoos. You know, and I got a phone call. Oh my goodness, she did this, she did that, and I'm like, and you know, in that moment, you think, okay, is this really the end of the world? 
She can cover that. She can, whatever, you know. So am I going to actually phone up this kid at the time she would have been 21, 20? Yeah. yeah. And rake her over the coals of her hand tattoo. So you pick your battles, you know, but yeah. Megan has always been the one to push the boundaries on her social media, <laughs> in life in general. And you just really have to, yes, there is an element of monitoring, sometimes for their own safety, especially when they're traveling. Oh, yes. yeah. I think the yeah. only time I probably really called you and said, Enough with the posting about your whereabouts is because it's a safety concern. Stalker issue. Yeah. So we have those kinds of conversations. In general, though, we do try to allow models to actually be who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reality of our business is this. We had this happen this morning, (laughs) you know, where we're trying to place the model. She has all this incredible potential. But on Instagram, sometimes she posts pictures that aren't great. Well, of course, the first thing agents do is they go yeah. and they look at all their pictures, oh, and exactly. now it's causing a little, you know, yeah. doubt. Yeah. So we have to work against that. So, yes, in this business, in the model side of our business, yes. it's a brand business. Yeah. So, yes, it matters. At the same time, I'm a firm believer, and you have to allow people to be who they are. Yeah, and that must be so hard. I, I can't imagine, too. And, I mean... For both of you in either mm-hmm. position. And then even when we were talking about mm-hmm. that, and even in day-to-day life, uh, you text somebody and they don't answer back. So, at what I mean, like, an answer back immediately or right. two days later or a month later? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get that. I just think it's a, a common courtesy that we have lost, right? Again. So I literally have this going on right now. And anybody who knows me knows I have two personalities. You're either going to get fun, Shayna, or you're going to get we're having a conversation, Shayna. Yeah. You don't want to meet that I'm having a conversation, Shayna. She's not super fun in that moment. Yeah. And so I have somebody who, yeah, I was like out at a day party this weekend, saw this person, and I'm like, you're really lucky party Shayna's out right now because... But I expect things in my inbox by Monday. Like, let's not go there. And so, again, I think it's also being able to, like, set your boundaries and, like, speak what you mean. Right? Mm -hmm. And just say, like, I don't have to condone your bad behavior. You can choose to operate in it. That doesn't mean I have to take it. So if you value the relationship with me, then you will conduct yourself accordingly. If you don't, go do this with somebody else who doesn't really care. Yeah. Or does the same thing. But I don't have to like it or love it, right? right. Or accept right. it. So it is part of that, like, avoidance. And then, oh, I never got your message, please. We're yeah. in 2019. You definitely got my message. I can read the receipts and see you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you trying to dodge? I could see online. And then you're out posting. Like, your stories are, you're all over. So I could just go to where you're at and call you out. Like, oh. I'm not oh. the one. <laughs> So Shayna was great meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have issues. <laughs> I'm actually that one that has twenty thousand unread. In- no. You know what I do? I flag them and then I get in bed at night. I'm like, oh my god. Oh but my I god, think oh there's god. a big difference. Yeah, I think there's a big difference between understanding that like somebody is working and you're doing your job, and being able to prioritize what's you know what you right. need to answer yeah. to. If you're a part of my team and you're not answering me, right. that's unacceptable. Right. Right. If, you know, if you're my mom and you're, like, dodging my... Exactly, Violet. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so something I'd like to share is that Marley and I actually talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty awesome. Like, I just feel like I know she's busy, I'm busy, and also, like, with texting, there's no... You don't really know what someone's actually saying. There's right. no tone. Right. 
don't want to. Yeah. No. Things can get misconstrued. Mm-hmm. But I want to bring up something else that mm-hmm. I've run into in the last few months. Like, do you have to tell someone you're going to call them? I feel like if I just, like, unless it's a friend like Marley, sometimes I just, I just don't have time to text. I just yeah. want to pick up the phone and call mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I was talking to my brother-in-law about that. He's like, no, you really need to let people know. No. And I'm like, is this how the world is working now? Mm-hmm. Like, can I yeah. call you at five? So Maybe it is. I don't know. But I think it's culture of the relationships again, right? Yeah. Um, right. And I know, like, this is such a good conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but culture of the relationships will let you know yeah. if you can or you can't. Yeah. I guess. Wow. So, uh, well, I guess Violet is saying, uh, enough, enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, okay. So, you know, let's continue this on. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit again because I'm going to. Okay. okay. Social media, check that off. Okay, so you're dealing with fashion. You're dealing with gorgeous women, men, mm-hmm. or social life. How does that work for you? I have or, zero. I have zero. Yeah, you're working so much for Liz and then, yeah, modeling. I think right now, because I just moved back about a month ago to oh, Winnipeg. Okay. So right now I'm, like, trying to find that balance between mm-hmm. work and social life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have it yet. Uh, well, I'll yeah. get it down though. Well, I'm, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Have you reconnected like with old friends? Yes, from here? yes. that's what I've been trying to do yeah. a lot of. Yeah, it must be kind of interesting to see where they have gone. Mm-hmm. Like since how everyone's have... life has changed, and a lot of my friends have left and come back, and a lot of them have stayed here. So yeah, it's very nice seeing. So what does how Megan? What attracts Megan Waller to somebody? Ooh. Oh man, that's a very difficult question. Um, I think I'm a big personality person. I'm not, somebody doesn't have to look a certain way or have a certain job. Um, big personality person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, humor, we'll, uh, humor. We'll yeah. 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 Humor. <laughs> it's okay. We'll humor still look out for the looks and the job. <laughs> With a big personality. I think that's really typical of models though. You yeah. often see that. They really mm. aren't attracted to, because let's be honest, her whole you know, adult life so far has been about looks mm-hmm. and been about, you know, mm-hmm. big life experiences. And she's seen it, done it, been yeah. there. Yeah. It right. doesn't have the same, you know, value or she's not going to be as curious about it, mm-hmm. right? Because right. she understands it. She lived yeah. it. So yeah. personality, I find most models would say that that's mm-hmm. actually that's a good answer. Yeah. their yeah. priority. Yeah. yeah. So social life. My yeah, social, social life? life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just put her on the hot seat right now. Uh, my social life is, uh, you know, yeah, I'm actually very social. I am and I'm not. I look at them because they're like, eh, she's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I am very social with my with my group of people, and I love to meet new people. Yeah. Um, I think I am very much the more the merrier. So my home is always full of people coming and going, and I'm forever, doesn't matter what I'm doing, calling the girls. You know, it was Kate's birthday, so I'm like, okay, guys, let's all go, and let's, you know, so... I love my people, if that makes sense. Oh, and yeah. I can't have them around enough, you know? I'm sure I've dragged these girls everywhere with me. But there's, so. Does there ever come a time, though, for you, Liz, where you just need to be with yourself? And you have your family, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that yes. downtime is really important, too, right? Because yes. you, can, you get spread out, too, all over yes. the place. Yeah. yeah. And I'm famous for the Irish exit, which is we could be at like... <laughs> 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 you too. We're at an event. I'm like, hi, this is 
great. I'm having a good time. And then Caitlin, where'd she go? Where'd she go? Where'd she go? You know, and then she'll phone me. I'm like, oh, I'm at Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I just slipped out the back door because I can actually, weirdly, I'm an introvert extrovert. Mm. So I I all of a sudden will be like, okay, so this is good. Mm. I'm done now. And I'm disappearing and at home watching Netflix and have my Starbucks in hand and my door closed. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. just kind of like digress. But, you know, it's relationships even too. I mean, you have a long-distance relationship. And that seems to work. It it works great. I mean, I think that when I'm home, in my home at Winnipeg, it's awesome because I get to be with my friends. I get to be with my family. And then when I'm in Miami with Kelvin, I get to be like, you know, bonus mom and like this hot girlfriend. And it's great. (laughs) And it's, it's also fun. I think that, you know, what distance has taught us, and I've done long distance relationships before, is communication. So you have to talk. about everything so that like lust and all the heat and whatever kind of goes out the window because you're like I don't have that so I have to get really like in tune with you mentally Mm -hmm. um it also does make it hard you still fight you still have disagreements but it's kind of like you pick little fights so that you keep the heat in a different way Like you don't want to lose all this. And um, no, but I think socially I like it because when I'm here, like every Wednesday, you will find me at Sadlery for Soul Supreme. Like yeah. anybody who knows me knows that that's my jam. I'll go salsa dancing, half price bottles of wine. It's great. Um, Keisha Booker puts it on and she does live performances. And that's where you will find me, right? Like other than that, I just want to be on a camera, Zoom chatting with some client around the world, helping yeah. some woman make her dreams come true. So, That's it. Yeah. So where do you go to meet people? Like, I don't know. I'm just curious because, you know. I'm, That's a safety you know, concern. You can't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we covered this, remember? <laughs> I really love the Corden area, Corden yeah. Osborne area. I think yeah. it's so great. And yeah. there's always someone walking up and down the street you're always going to run into somebody you know Mm -hmm. like a friendly face and that's the best thing about Winnipeg is that you can go anywhere in the city and you're going to see somebody that you've known a million years ago Mm -hmm. and like reconnect with us the other us the other weekend I know for sure um so yeah Francine Marley Caitlin Grace (laughs) Question. Yeah, question. This question's for you. Yeah. What did you get as a hand tattoo? Uh, I got a heart. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's very <laughs> yeah. nice. It was two simple little lines, but it got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Just curious. Thanks. Yeah. There you go. I mean, so I was going to throw it out there on places to go and to meet people. I just you went know, to outside. Oh, Roost on yeah. Corden. Roost on Corden. And yeah. owned um, by a woman, yes. run by women, mm-hmm. and it's fabulous. Oh. It has the, the patio upstairs. Patio upstairs, mm-hmm. handcrafted yeah. cocktails, um, bear, lots of attention to detail with their appies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's excellent. They gave me yeah. uh, stars in my yeah. champagne for oh, my birthday nice. wow. that are edible. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Champagne stars. <laughs> it's very cool. The cocktails are amazing. Elsa yes. Taylor is yes. a beautiful woman. I would say La Roca. Yeah. Um, just because the food is amazing and it's mm-hmm. a cool vibe because it's sort of, tr- we've been there a couple of times mm-hmm. dancing and yes. it turns into a, a like a nightclub vibe yeah. after dinner. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of fun. But that's if you're looking good. to meet somebody, 
I think like an untapped resource sometimes are your friends, especially if you moved away and then you come back because you never know who's there, who might be available that you may not have actually run into in a long time. And that's kind of my story. So I just like to share that. So yeah. Yes. Grace. Oh, geez. I'm the worst for this. I don't know. You're constantly working, right? Yeah. Where do you go to have fun, Grace? LA. I like prohibition. Otherwise, we all frequent the Palomino But I mean, when you get a little older generation, I I mean, it's like online dating and it's like, oh my God, I, I haven't done online dating, so I don't know, but you know, but it's a whole different. It seems too scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I think Kate has the right idea. Talk to your friends, get to know, you know, who's out and available, but uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're sitting here. Caitlin with Violet, and yes. we're talking about all this. Would you ever consider a fashion modeling career for Violet? Like, as a mom? She wants it. Yeah, yeah, as a mom. She wants it. I mean, I feel like. She said, yeah. I think that um, as a mom, you know, I would, if this is, if it was something my daughter was truly passionate about and she was aware of the hard work that Megan was talking about, mm-hmm. I would totally support it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. think she's going to suck her toe. I think you're going to. Oh, yeah. 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 And she's yes, very flexible. Yes. Oh, she's got great oh. extension. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, even getting back to your kids too, Liz. I mean, even, you know, everything that you went through with Malachi and mm-hmm. everything like that, was there ever a point where you thought, oh, you know, I, I need to quit everything. Like my child is going to be. Yes. Yes. Definitely in the beginning. And we, he was born in 2008 and I started Swish PR in 2007 and Swish Model Management in 2008. And this one uh, hit Top Model 2009, right in the heat of all of what was going on with my son. And quite honestly, again, at the time I had Kelly and Sarah and Kate was kind of back and forth from Toronto, but they were my core team at that time. And, um, the biggest joke was I really didn't come to to work for a year, and our profits were amazing that year. So I was like, I'll just stay home. You guys can have this, you know. Something. So it, it is. It, what it's telling me, what it's always told me, is that I've been so blessed to have such a phenomenal team because it's not me. And everybody always says, "Oh, Liz, it's you know, you do this so well." I and mean, we have so many things going on right now. We have the magazine, we have Switch Magazine, Switch Co Create, Switch Productions, Switch Model Management, Reach. I mean, we're just like, and I won't stop. I keep coming I know and going. You won't. Oh, you know what we're gonna do next? And, you know? <laughs> and I see all their faces fall. Yeah, yeah. like yes, they're no. over me. Yes. But you know, it's not me, and I know that. Like, it's not me. I might have some thoughts and ideas, but it's just, I've always had this phenomenal community and these teams with me that have, you know, taken a vision or an idea and just executed and made it happen mm-hmm. brilliantly. So yes, I thought I wouldn't be able to do it, but I was able to do it because of who's around me. Well, That's amazing. You know what? Yeah. Um, by the people that you have around you, you surround yourself by like-minded people and they'll mm-hmm. support you and elevate you to even greater things. It's true. So it's been wonderful through this whole journey of, you know, your story, 
your story too, Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Thank you, ladies. Amazing thing, and I, I love it that it's right here in Winnipeg. Yeah. So let's all raise our glasses. <laughs> Cheers. Swish. Cheers. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, you crew. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hugh Crew podcast. For more Hugh Crew, go to ilikehugh.com. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of iLikeHugh.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.